Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. All right, so I picked this day and of course you are here and got Brian back with me as well. He's a preacher. He won't let you forget it. <laughs> and I'm going to intentionally bring up something you're familiar with, some vernacular, some, some verbs that you are familiar with for anyone in the crowd or the, the teaching like you. I want to bring up a lot of stuff. I want to talk about two things. The law of opposites. Mm. And, and I'm not sure what to call this. Let's just, I have no idea what to call this. It's the law of opposites. Mm -hmm. And then I want to talk about the law of you. That's not a law. So let me, let me, you, okay? You, the truth of you. That's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about, okay? I have no idea what to call it. But I do know it is objective facts and it is law of attraction, okay? Makes sense. All right. I'm not going to go in order. I need the first. I mean, in fact, we won't even do them separately. We're going to mingle them all together. Okay. Here is what's and this is this is difficult 
this is difficult because it's going to push against what some of you understand and believe. And just follow me and follow me as much as you can. Thing, thing number one, so to speak. We talked about feelings last time. Mm -hmm. But we need to, the purpose of your entire Bible, okay? The whole Bible, summed up in one sentence. The purpose of your entire creation, if you're not Bible. The purpose of the entire creation, entire Bible, is that you are not supposed to know. I know that's hard. That's hard. Huh. This is not, I know, I know. This is not about knowing. Okay. It's not about knowing. Okay, no, okay. You are supposed to be. And I'm, I'm going to break it down. I'm going to break it down. And in your being, the only way to actually be is to remember who you are. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to repeat that for note-taking purposes. This is not about knowing. It doesn't matter if it's biblically or scientifically, any school of thought. And I'm going to bring up a lot of them. It's not just about knowing. Knowing is part of it. It's most importantly about being. Now, it's all off attraction. Let's see if we can make this work. Actually, before we make this work, let's let's get some dialogue from you. Right now, that's very confusing. And I'm leaving it confusing on purpose. I'm going to clear it up. But what did you get? Actually, two questions. What did you immediately reject? Because that's the way human beings work. <laughs> and then what did you rationalize and learn? Honestly, I didn't reject this time. Okay, that's good. But what I did rationalize was that maybe I'm a preacher was to, and, and I'm taking this as a tool to utilize to in turn teach my people. That's good. And it's to teach them that is that the knowing is not even the battle. It's the becoming that brings about what you are. For example, I can know faith, mm -hmm. but until I become faith, I'll never have faith. That's fair. That's fair. I can know love. Like any attribute that the church will contribute to God or the deity in which they serve, you don't have to just, it's not about knowing the attribute. It's actually about being the attribute. Right. So you're going from knowing to being. Keep going. And because, you know, because all my life I've been taught to know this, know that, know this, know that. I know stuff. But I, it's a lot of stuff I haven't became. <laughs> that was a powerful statement. That did not come from your conscious mind. <laughs> that was a powerful <laughs> statement. I believe your scriptures will tell you flesh and blood did I reveal that to you. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's it. Good, good. Okay. You got some more? So it's like, you know, I got to kill the knowing. And well, become. It's like, Again, one of my favorite philosophers, Socrates. He said, you are not smart because you claim to be. He said, I am because I claim not to be. That's right. That's right. He never said, I know. He said, I am. 
That's fair. That's fair. No one would disagree with that who understands Plato's five dialogues. Now, don't kill the knowing. Knowing is part of the battle. The, what you all are doing is trying to go from knowing to being. And that's the problem. This is why and off camera, he knows this. I prepared mm -hmm. maybe 45 minutes mm -hmm. just to hit record mm -hmm. because I understood the resistance that I would receive mm -hmm. and I needed to get past the resistance. But the resistance is necessary. I'm going to explain. Yes. Resistance is necessary. I'm going to give you a new equation. I believe now it's time for me to give you a new equation. You love you love yes. equation last time. To my notes. Okay, you're going to your notes. Let's see. Without notes, can you remember the equation? Because you actually said it not too long ago. The equation about feelings was thought plus emotion equals creation. There you go. That's it. There you go. There you go. There you go. All right, good. Thoughts plus emotions equal creation. Here is your new equation. The, the, these are tandem, laterally equal to one another. Knowing plus experiencing equals being. Ooh. Okay? You definitely want to write that down. Now, that to, was powerful. What, it's, the, it's the force that drives this whole universe. And I'll explain. <clears throat> Knowing plus experiencing equals being. Okay? That's very important. Super duper important that we get this. Thoughts plus ideas, excuse me, thoughts plus emotion equals creation. Mm -hmm. But in that thoughts plus emotion, when I'm skipping, when I, when I explain emotions, I'll tell you expectancy. Because when you emotionally expect something, when you're emotional about something, you expect it. True. Good. Now, when you get that expectancy, that's what creates the creation. Knowing plus. Knowing. Experience. Plus experience equals being. Now, remember what you were saying without me guiding. You said, you know, I know a lot of things, mm -hmm. but I'm not being those. Because mm -hmm. you have left out experiencing. Mm -hmm. And all of you do this. All of you are leaving out the experience. And I'm going to break that down as much as I possibly can. Because it is really where we're going to spend a lot of time at. Knowing plus Experiencing equals being. Mm -hmm. Think about this. You are a human being. being. You experience being a human. So being means something. Yeah. Being is to give life to something. I'll come back to that. I'm not going to forget it. I'm not going to forget it. Knowing mm -hmm. is to know something. Experience is experience. You need all three. I'll explain. It is the force that governs this entire universe. I'm let's okay. Before I go to before I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to to your Bible. Mm -hmm. You're so excited <laughs> to explain this. Yeah, I see it. To, okay, okay. I will explain it to to 33 or 32 percent of the world to the audience, <laughs> and then I'm gonna stick the 68 percent. It, it, it go at other places too, mm -hmm. so a hundred percent of us can get it. Yes. Fair, okay. He's so excited; he can't wait to tie it in. He can't can't wait. 
the reason why knowing is not enough <coughs> is because when you know something only, you can't experience it. Hmm. The only way to know something and that be enough is in a world of what is absolute. If you know something and keep yourself in a vacuum, you're just fine. Vacuum being, being nothing comes in. There is no oxygen. There is no nothing. In your vernacular, if you are in heaven, there is no need for anything else because the great knowing, there is no evil. There is no, there is no opposite. There is only the light. So you don't need to experience the darkness because the light, I got you, in the absolute of knowing, that's all you need. Mm -hmm. Make sense? Okay, ask your question. Because I, I'm, you, yes. okay, so, so what you just said. Yeah, yeah it's all loaded too. Can you say that you'll never know until you experience That is absolutely facts. That is absolutely facts. That is absolutely facts. Because you don't live in an absolute world. Right. Like you'll never know hurt until you experience it. That's, you'll never know. No love until you experience hurt. That's right. Yeah. Okay, so so you're skipping ahead of the class. So let's go into it. Okay. No, it's a good job. Good skip. Let's go into it. This is the one thing <clears throat> that, and I love this secret. You know, it's, it's, it's got lots of conversations. Happening, which is great. The one thing they left out on purpose, I'm sure, was what I call, a few, many people call, the law of opposites. In order for you to experience your knowing, mm -hmm. you must automatically invoke the opposite. its opposite. Mm -hmm. You must automatically. Mm -hmm. so, so this is law of attraction training. This is all of you. You've, you've watched the videos I gave you up front. This is, I believe this is day two or day three, technically, since day one was a welcome video, but this is day three. And I need you to understand that you believe me because it is objective. I need you to understand that in your belief, the opposite must show up. Yes. Which is doubt. Disbelief. Yeah. Disbelief. And you're going to, you know, that's, I'm not going to watch this no more. I'm going to, I'm not going to. You know, he, he's just, or this doesn't work. It works for everybody else. It doesn't work for me. Well, it has to show up because you wouldn't be able to enjoy or simply forget enjoy. You wouldn't be able to experience your belief unless disbelief happens. Mm -hmm. This is, this is, mm -hmm. this is fundamental to understand the law of attraction. Your belief must call into your reality the opposite of what you're creating. Some of you right now have gone, this doesn't work. And on the secret, it says, the guy goes, it's just about to work. It's just about yeah. to come up. And he goes, this doesn't oh, work. Right. And it goes out. You're missing the fact that it is working. That's why you have the opposites. Mm. You can't enjoy a hot shower unless you've been in the mud. Yes. You, you know, it's, it's funny that we understand opposite when it comes to tangible items. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think there's no one on the world... Or watching this, that can say they don't understand the opposites when it comes to cranking up their vehicle. Sure. That you need to connect your battery to the positive and the negative. Right. So what would be the it's opposite? The same thing that you need to do with your life. Mm -hmm. You got to be connected to the love and the pain. That's right. That's a good. That's a good analogy. You know what I'm saying? And who you call God designed it that way. Right. 
He, right. in your faith, is the one who made the opposite. What is the opposite of love? Fear. Yeah. It's not hate. It's fear. Mm -hmm. The opposite of love is fear. Through fear, you get hate. It's a byproduct. Yes, yes. Fear is a byproduct of hate. Of, well, hate hate is, is a byproduct of fear. Fear is what stops you. It's not hate. Hate comes from fear. Greed comes from fear. How? Because it's not enough. I don't want to lose mine, so I will hold. hoard and hold. Good, you understand? So to know, remember I said the whole universe is governed by this. And then there's a then there's a local part of this universe that's governed by what you would call so if it's a triad, then a dyad. Triad is three. What you would call the Father. <laughs> so I knew you couldn't wait. <laughs> Son. And the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost. Okay. You were the King James person. All right. Okay. Triad. Psychologists would say super conscious, conscious, subconscious. Mm. <laughs> Everybody's saying the same thing. Physicists would say matter. No matter, that's not the proper term for it. And ether, okay? The ether. Mm -hmm. The eternal. The, the infinite. Yeah, well, yeah, because you spiritualize it. Yeah, ether is limited. It is infinite, but it's not, you spiritualize it. But that's, let's see, another school of thought. Mind, body, spirit. Mm -hmm. Mind, body, soul. That's philosophy. Yeah. Or mind, body, soul. Mind, body, soul, philosophy. It doesn't matter. This is the triadness of what you call Trinity, which is fine. Mm -hmm. The creative source designed everything. In three. It, I'm sorry. Everything that is universal has this threeness of understanding. Mm. How do you understand time? Mm. Past, <laughs> present, present, and future. future. Okay? <laughs> Now, I'm going to make all this make sense. Let's, let's stick with time. <laughs> let's stick with time. Past <laughs> is knowing. Because mm -hmm. you 100% know. Mm -hmm. Present is experiencing. Ah, okay. And the future will be the being. The being. Okay. Ah. All right. All right. I'm, I'm going okay. I'm, I'm to make it make more sense. I'm going to make it make more sense a little bit. Since, since you got excited about the non-biblical, let me take it to the biblical, okay? God, the Father, would be the past. Nah, no, 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 he would be the knowing. All knowing. Jesus would be the experience. Why would Jesus be the he experience? Because the example. Because. <laughs> okay. Because the knowing. Jesus. <laughs> became the experience. the experience. And now we are the beings. Right. <laughs> but how are you the being? Through the Holy Spirit. Okay. Okay, I'm assuming anybody else that shares your faith is just equally as happy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they just felt sad. <laughs> you get to be mm. because of the presence 
of what you call the Holy Spirit. Cool. It's no different. We can philosophy soul. You get the be because of the soul. The soul is the giver of life. Mm-hmm. According to the Nicene Creed, three twenty-five A.D., the Holy Spirit is the giver of life. Okay, you understand? The ether mm-hmm. connects what is on the physical plane to the invisible plane, and it gives life. It, it doesn't matter how you do this. It, it brings your, it lets you put your physical, no, excuse me. It lets you create from the invisible world to the visible world through the ether. That's, no matter what school of thought, that's how it works. Now, locally, that's what I call it. You can, you can, Neil Donald Walsh would call it gross relationships, as in like net and gross, you know, not bad gross, but mm-hmm. gross relationships. And you're going to hear me. I can't tell you anything new. It doesn't exist. Nothing new exists because you are a being that already knows everything. I just got to experience it. You just have to invoke this experience. It's law of attraction. And that's why we miss it. Because you try to go from knowing Knowing to becoming. And not experiencing. So in, in spiritual talk, you try to go from God to heaven without being Christ, mm-hmm. without suffering mm-hmm. as Christ, your Christ did. Okay, you get it now. Makes sense because the experience creates the suffering. Mm-hmm. We don't get to this candy our way through life. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling you pain is what you ask for, but when you ask for no pain, you must first experience the pain. Now break it down. <clears throat> Power yes, you need the you need the opposites to keep going and moving forward. Now, locally, or I like to say locally, <clears throat> Neil Donald Washington Gross, and it, other people <clears throat> can't tell you anything new. So you're gonna hear, you might hear some Oprah, you might hear some Bob Proctor, Neil Donald Walsh. You, you're gonna hear <clears throat> because because prosperity has one voice. Mm-hmm. Right, I tell you this mm-hmm. all the time. <clears throat> prosperity has one voice. In the one voiceness, <clears throat> there's a dyad here. <clears throat> And that would be left or right, mm-hmm. <clears throat> up or down, in or out, in or out. <clears throat> you, you get it. Life or death, mm-hmm. you, you get it. There is a universal because the, the, the diet is a bit subjective. Okay, there is no such thing as left or right. To uh, that's not objective <clears throat> because if I turn you, there's no longer left or right. <clears throat> If I can change anything about <clears throat> your position, if I can change anything about whatever you're calling facts, and it's no longer a fact, it's not objective. It is subjective. I'm not saying left or right doesn't have its place, but what you're saying is left or right to me because I'm the center of the universe. Mm-hmm. So I call upon this leftness because everything that is left is left of me, the center. <clears throat> you get it? This rightness. Because everything that is right of me is at right of me because I am the center. Mm-hmm. Everything around me is centered in serving me, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which is not a bad thing. That's, that's actually, I wish more of you would take that attitude that everything serves you because it does. <clears throat> because the way the triune, the way the creative source created things, this world does serve you. You just don't serve yourself. 
you create deliberately or undeliberately or inadvertently exactly what you don't want. Because when you get to the experience, you don't understand that the bad is there for your good. Hmm. It, it has to be. Go ahead. Question. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Because you say we go for what we don't want. With the law of opposites, with, well, I can only speak from my level of awareness. With the law of opposites, mm -hmm. would that be the same as saying, <coughs> I, I, what I know <clears throat> is showing me what I don't want to experience, you know what I mean? Sure. So let me explain the law of opposites now. <clears throat> How tall are you? 5'8". You're 5'8". You don't, the only reason you know that you're 5, oh, stand up for me. <clears throat> Hopefully still on camera. If not, it's okay. That's actually proving the point. Why do you know you're 5'8"? Because the roof is not. Right, yeah. <laughs> Does that make sense? Right. Okay, you sit back down. You sit back down. You only get to experience 5'8". 60, well, I have a universal audience. That is in inches, 68 inches, and centimeters. I have no idea. Because American... Standard, but you get five eight. You can you can convert it into yours, but you're something like I don't know thirty seven centimeters or something. I mean uh, thirty. I don't know. I don't know. You get it though. <laughs> okay, mark that down. <laughs> don't know. Yeah, it's one thing. One of the things I don't know. <clears throat> you only understand that you are five eight because the opposite of everything five eight is around you. Mm -hmm. Without the opposite, you couldn't enjoy I being five eight. You, not only would you not know, you couldn't enjoy the experience. And some experiences five eight works for you. If you were four two, you couldn't reach up to the cabinets mm -hmm. in your house mm -hmm. and get canned goods. You get it? Mm -hmm. Since you're five eight, you can reach up to the cabinets. That serves you. Mm -hmm. The cabinets that you have to reach for. Make you enjoy being 5'8". Okay. Whether you're conscious of this or not. <clears throat> enjoy being. You, uh, yes, we're go. But the reason you get to enjoy the being is because you're experiencing mm -hmm. reaching up. You didn't want to be reaching up, but you had to, which made you be grateful that you could. Mm -hmm. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. Okay, come on. okay. So the law of opposites. I'm trying not to shout. Okay? What, okay. <laughs> the law of opposites. If I am a <coughs> short woman, I secretly desire Taller to be tall. Mm -hmm. I want the experience of being tall. Since I can't do it in the growth of my bones, I'm normally attracted to taller men or taller mates. Mm -hmm. Got it? Mm -hmm. Because in the I call out the opposite of what I am 
so I can enjoy this experience. Mm. Makes sense? Opposites attract. That's why opposites attract. It's not that opposites attract. It's that like attracts like. Okay. The like in me wanted the experience of tall. So I oppositely attracted what I was not. Okay. Because my secret desire to be tall oh. got me the opposite of my short. Ah. Oh. That makes sense? That just helped me. It's, it's this this whole thing governs this entire universe. It just helped me understand that first. Opposite attract. Yeah. Yeah, the reason opposite attract. I thought it was on like a straight level one awareness earth surface. No, everything is like attracts like. The only reason I'm getting hate is because I want love. No, the only reason right. you're getting hate right. is because you secretly are hating. Mm -hmm. And you are. I'm getting what I want. You're getting exactly what you want. You're drawing into your life the experience of hate because you're giving all your attention to that experience. Mm -hmm. And since you say, well, I love, I love, I love, you must now draw into you hate, 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 hate. Mm -hmm. You get it? Right. We, we always attracting the experience we want to have. Everybody write that down. We are always attracting the experience we want to have. Always. Always. If you want to be rich, you will draw unto you lots of divine connections, income, business opportunities, podcasts, email site. All of you, right? Anybody who signed up for this, all of you, you wanted this. That's why you're here. Mm -hmm. And the only way this existed, the only way the universe gave me this idea is that as a collective conscious, all the people who wanted to understand the law of attraction better or wanted to attract great things to their life, their collective conscious went up into the ether or went to God mm -hmm. And the ether looked for who was attracting the same experience, but in the opposite. Who among the billions of my creation, because they are me, which I'll get to in a little mm -hmm. bit, is also putting out, I want more people to understand. See, in my case, I wanted more people to understand and I vibrated at the collective consciousness of everyone who wanted to understood. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? It gave you the idea. It, it could only it give me the idea there. because anybody coming here is attracted to my frequency and me attracted to theirs. <clears throat> it can only work that way. Mm -hmm. You could be anywhere. There will be people, or there are, because it's, it's thank you, thank all of you. But there are, there are people who may not necessarily, you got both, you got the law of opposites, you got the law of attraction and the law of opposite that reveals itself at the same time. So what you have, what you have is you have in the experience, people who like me and people who don't necessarily like people like me. Mm -hmm. Make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay, good. We got 10 minutes left. 10%. Okay, good. <clears throat> now, 
in this experience is what we will have that people like me and people don't. Right. Not me personally. They're just not accustomed to seeing someone like me. That's okay. Right. But they all attracted here and would be blessed and helped. But even if people don't like, that's what they attracted. Because they secretly they don't like. wanted the experience. Of. Right. <clears throat> now, law of opposites. You are constantly attracting into your life what you want. But in order to experience what you want, you must get the opposite first. Hmm. See, most of you quit in the opposites. Mm -hmm. You die in the opposite. And you never get to live in the bliss. You die in the opposite. Hmm. You never get to live in the bliss. <clears throat> if I was talking to a church, I would say you die during your cutback season and you, you never, never experience your harvest. harvest. Yeah. You get it? You, you die in your winter. You die in your winter. You never get to live in the spring. Yeah. <clears throat> you never get to reap in the spring. You never get to do any of these things. The law of opposites <clears throat> is something that is so great that every time you invoke the law of attraction, you must get the opposite. Okay. <clears throat> that means everything you've learned in the secret or the law of attraction, it's all true. It just left out. Stay the course, because if you're experiencing what you don't want, you're on the right path to getting what you do want. Mm -hmm. So... Fact that I know poverty. Right. I know poverty. That's right. I'm experiencing prosperity because of my being is prosperity. When you shifted your mind to a prosperity mindset, right? You grew up in poverty, only understood poverty. When you shifted your mind and your mind matched prosperity, okay, it you can only enjoy that prosperity because you experienced the poverty. Ah, thank you. Because I know poverty and experience That's why you're poverty. thankful. That's it. Okay. When you're in the opposite of okay. poverty. Okay, okay. Without the poverty, you wouldn't be able to be thankful. If the whole world was 5'8", you would never know you were 5'8". Right. It would never be a blessing for you to be 5'8", mm -hmm. or a curse for you to be 5'8". It just depends on how you want to be. Mm -hmm. if, everything, if everybody looked like you, you would never know you were unique. And beautiful. And beautiful. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You would never know it right. because you never experienced the not. Right. So we have to experience the not in order to know the it. And you are the very not that the creative source created to be with you in the is. You're a physical extension. You, before there was you, there was only the creative source. Mm -hmm. Everything was a not. So what the creative source did was, I want to experience. Because in the absolute, there was only knowing. Mm -hmm. Now I want to be, but I must experience. In order to be. So, I, so the creative source created you as the experience. So both of you can be. God, the knowing, created Jesus, the experience. So me and Jesus can, can be the be, can be the, the giver of life. Yeah. yeah, makes sense. 
Okay. Giver of life. <coughs> the life-giving source. Yes. <coughs> so, so now that you got it, we had a recording error, so we're going to do it. Now that you got it, we're going to re-explain it. Okay. And you're going to help me out. Yes. Because <coughs> everything happens the way it's supposed yes. to happen. Yes. Okay. So you can't have the knowing alone unless you're in that world of absolutes. Mm -hmm. In the knowing alone <coughs> and in the world of absolutes. If you're not in the world of absolutes, you need the knowing and the experience. <clears throat> but the knowing and the experience only leads to the one place that is the being. All right. Okay, now the being. Now I'm, at, I'm having you help me out since you now have the information. Since this, <laughs> well, I, I, I was saying let's go back to the world of absolutes. Okay. Who lives in the world of absolutes? Well, it just depends on who you're asking. <clears throat> in your... <clears throat> Theology, God lives in the world of absolutes and everything that is perfect. The to an astrophysicist, the universe is expanding ever so and lives in the absolute world absolute. What I would like to tell you is procrastinators live. Procrastinators live in the world of absolutes. Okay, so let's explain that. Okay. Okay. Procrastinators have the knowing. Remember, knowing plus experiencing equals being. When we're going to break down this being very much. But procrastinators only know what they're supposed to do. The part of your brain that knows what to do and does what to do, those are two different parts of the brain. Mm. Those are two different parts of the brain. The part of your brain that knows what to do is not the same part of the brain that does what to do. Mm. Yes. This is why you know you should lose weight, but you don't turn down what keeps making you gain weight. Mm -hmm. You know you should lose weight, but you don't exercise at four in the morning. You understand? Mm -hmm. You know you should save money, but you spend it all. Mm -hmm. And actually, in today's society, you borrow more and you spend more money than what you actually have. Mm -hmm. You just use monthly payments so you don't mm -hmm. notice it too much. So the procrastinator never experiences anything because you can't know and experience you can't experience without knowing. Right. Therefore, if you experience something, that means you're doing it. Okay. Got it? Right, right. Right. Okay. So to experience something means two things. Means you're in it, doing it, and you're attracting the opposite of what you're doing. And once you're doing it, that no longer makes you a procrastinator. What's the opposite of procrastination? Getting it done. Yeah. So if you yeah. start yeah. doing <laughs> it, you're going to attract the opposite and that's getting it done. Okay. <laughs> right? You understand right. what I'm saying? When you start doing something, you're no longer procrastinating. The reason why poor people are so poor is because they know in the world of absolute in their mind how everything's not going to work. Mm. Oh, this is not going to work, man. I tried that before. This is not going to work. I did this before. I did that and I did this. I did that, 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 and this, and this, and this, and that. And it's just not going to work. Mm -hmm. Why it's not going to work? Because I know. What study did you do? I just know. I just know. You understand? I know everything. Poor people know everything. <laughs> <laughs> they know everything 
about everything and they never invited new experience into their life because they're only attracting things in their lives that make sure they don't know anything. I'll explain. Hmm. If you know everything, mm -hmm. your knowing everything is a vibration. You're going to push that out and you're going to attract someone that knows everything. True. I attracted you. Okay. Watch this here. And then that knowing everything, in order to experience that, you must experience the opposite. So you don't know nothing. Which means you're only going to attract into your reality people who want to prove you wrong. Mm. I'll break it down. Mm. <laughs> I'll break it down. When you know everything, you attract someone that knows everything. Now, these two knowing everything is going to clash. Law of opposites is going to happen. Mm -hmm. Both of y'all can't know everything. So one of y'all got to prove the other wrong. Mm -hmm. This is why you're constantly in a circle of people who always want to prove you wrong. I always want to debate. And life will make sure that your bank account is proving whatever you think you know wrong. <laughs> it would make sure. It would absolutely make sure. You, you, you know all this, but you broke. Because, because you keep manifesting in your life the things that have to prove you wrong. Because you know everything. Mm -hmm. This is why, as you mentioned, Socrates was so smart. Because he said, I don't know anything. Yeah. He was constantly in a state of learning. So let's bring it back. Knowing is part about to experience is to know that battle and experience. And in fact, and I'm so glad that we had to do this over because I'm at the start of something that I didn't do the first time. And this is all about the being. Okay. I'm going to land this plan of the being, but I, I wanted to, I want to talk to you from a biblical perspective now, because you love the Bible. Yeah, I love it. I know. <laughs> okay. Now, and I, and I also say, and I don't, he, I'm not bothered that he loves the Bible. I'm not bothered that you love the Quran, that you love uh, the 11th living guru. I always say the name wrong. <laughs> It, it, it's just, I just, Sikhism. Sikhism. I, always, I, always, I always say the name wrong. So I, I respectfully call it the, the 11th living, living guru. Because yeah. Sikhism had 10 gurus. Mm -hmm. And the 10th yeah, okay. one took the collective knowledge of all 10 and put it in a book. And it is now the 11th guru. And out of respect, it is the living word yeah. to Sikhism, yeah. to Sikhs. Yes. So I respectfully say 11th Living Guru as not to jack up the name. Because yes. <laughs> the person who taught me... Because he know. Well, the person who taught me was from Thailand and she pronounced it correctly since I was not raised in Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> point is, I enjoy all of your experiences. All of your experiences. Now I'm getting ready to go to your Bible and land a plane. But I want to connect all these experiences. Right. There was a collective consciousness of all of you that said, man, I really, I really want to understand more about the law of attraction. And maybe you didn't say those words. I really want to know why I'm not winning. Mm -hmm. I really want to know how I can get more. Mm -hmm. And thousands of people collectively vibrated at the same frequency. And now that went up to the ether or in your talk, it went up to God. Mm -hmm. How would you say God? What, what would you? 
God. Okay, just just God. Okay, God. you would put no extra on it. Went up to the great, the great, yeah, just, just God. Just that, God. That's great enough. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, great. Power in his name. Okay, power in his name. So it went up. And God. He dispatched his angels. Oh, Lord, okay. He dispatched his angels. That's it. And how else would you say the spirit to talk? And he, he and, and the angels found one. Okay, found one. I right, found yeah. one. Okay, now take that out of the Bible. <laughs> found that one being that was a willing vessel. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you're so churchy, uh, but you but you add such great value to the teaching. Because <laughs> look, you got somebody right there right now. Yes, sir. <laughs> Okay, okay. It's an E-G-E. <laughs> okay. okay. In my talk, <laughs> in my talk, all the collective consciousness went up to the ether, uh-huh. to the universe, and it searched without effort one person that vibrated at the collective consciousness of all of them. Mm-hmm. You get it. Mm-hmm. You, had to, you had to find one mm-hmm. because in order to get it's it's thousands of people, soon to be millions of people mm-hmm. who wanted this information the way that I'm giving it. Right. But in order to get millions of people on one accord, not too hard for the universe, but it just ain't happening in this local reality. Right, 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 right. So it's fit quickest, fastest, fastest most harmonious way. way to get all of you the knowledge that you wanted was to find one person. Because mm-hmm. I can't disagree with me. A willing vessel. A willing vessel. In my language, one person. <laughs> In his language. A willing vessel. A willing vessel. Okay. Yours sounds so much better. Yes. <laughs> he just talks in King James. Okay. Yours sounds so much better. A willing vessel. Okay. I'm going to have to put that on my keynote one day. <laughs> okay. And I vibrate <clears throat> the collective frequency of everyone mm-hmm. because I have the full knowing, and experiencing, and being. And you was with it. And I always know experience and being. And every day I add more to every level of each. I'm going to break down the being so that makes sense. So when you watch this again, you'll understand. <clears throat> but I'm always adding to my knowing. Mm-hmm. And I'm always adding to my experience. The reason why I read so many different people in different religions and no religion, because my experience says I want to meet them all. Mm-hmm. You get it? I want to meet all of you. Right. All of you. Now, this is something I left out earlier. Let's break down to you biblically the knowing, the experience, and being. God, Father, knowing. Jesus. It's the experience. And the Holy Spirit. It's the being. being. And it's the Holy Spirit. The Holy uh-huh. Ghost, because you, yeah, you should say a willing vessel. Oh, yeah. Holy Ghost, because he was already talking to King James. Okay, okay. The Holy Ghost empowers you to be like God. Yes, to be like the Lord. Okay, your Holy Ghost empowers you to be. It gives you the power to be like the God you witnessed. Ah, that you experienced. Who no. is also. Okay. Connected to the God that's known. Okay, okay. So you you connect you connect in the dots. No, your Holy Ghost 
it lets you experience and empowers you to be like the experience you have written in your Bible. Yes. And that experience would be connected. The experience of Jesus. Okay, there you go. Yes. And and, and, and on a Friday. Jesus is the Lord. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I was gonna talk about the experience. <laughs> Whole different program. <laughs> He's about to take you out to the full Friday night experience. He's about to go to the cross if you don't know. Okay. <laughs> Let me stop you right now. <laughs> but notice that the connection is all there. The the the, the spirit now in my language. Well, let me finish connecting dots to yours. The Holy Ghost gives you the power to experience the great experience. Mm-hmm. Scholars in your field call it special revelation. Okay. The Holy Ghost gives you revelation to experience the special, special revelation, revelation, which is Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that special revelation connects you to the knowing Father. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, boom. Got mm-hmm. it? My language. That the that your soul gives you your only soul purpose. See what I just did there? See what I just did there? Okay. Yes. Okay. Your soul purpose, not S O L E, but your soul, S O U L purpose, your only soul purpose in life is to be. You don't have to. If you're being, you automatically know your experience. Because remember, the being is the equation. Yeah, it's the sum of the equation. The knowing was the first part. I believe they call it quota in mathematics. The second is the second part of quota. And the quota gives you the sum. So when when you're being the sum, or when you are the sum, you automatically have the problem solved. Mm. The reason why some of you cannot solve your problems is because you have not been the sum of them. You haven't become your solution. So the knowledge mm. and the experience is invisible to you because you've never become the solution to the problem. Wow. And you try to jump from knowing to the solution without being the experience. Or you want the, or you're so busy being experienced that you have no knowledge. So you buy the experience. You don't work out. You buy jogging clothes. God, God. You, you don't read. You, you don't read the books. You just buy them. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? You never really plant the seed. You buy the harvest. And this is why you spend a lot of your time in the middle class because the middle class is constantly buying the harvest, and they overbuy the harvest, and they go get people to rent them the harvest. We call these people financial institutions. Mm-hmm. I want the $30,000 vehicle before I make the $30,000. Yeah. But I want it now. I'm going to get a loan. So I'm going to get a loan and rent and rent the $30,000. Mm-hmm. And my, my son, since I am a solution, I'm just going to get the $30,000. Anybody call cash? You understand? Mm-hmm. Now, when I get the thirty thousand dollars, I don't have it yet. I don't know how to get it. But since I say I'm gonna get it or I'm gonna die, then the experience comes mm-hmm. and the knowing comes, mm-hmm. or the knowing comes and the experience comes. Either way, it doesn't matter. Or, or the knowing becomes a mentor who's gonna give me. In your case, I'm the knowing. I am the knowing that you were missing so you can have the experience mm-hmm. and become the solution. Mm-hmm. 
Make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay, <clears throat> land the plane. So I, I brought it to you, and I brought it to the collective consciousness. Now, the only thing to do now is talk about the being. Okay. In the <sighs> being, there was nothing. Ex nihilo, Latin. Right. <clears throat> and the only thing that was something wanted to experience, not the nothing, but the something. So it, okay, go ahead. If you got a question. No, go ahead. It. I thought you looked excited. I thought I knew uh, what well, It go created mm, mm, mm. something in the nothing, which was you. Mm, mm, mm. And you cannot forget. Remember, I planted the seeds in the beginning. Remembering who you are. I planted them in the beginning. Remember who you are. Now I'm finna unplant them. I mean, you're absolutely right. You did plant in the beginning, but because I'm such a church person. Yes. And you say, remember who you are. I'm not gonna say this miss me, but I wasn't able to connect it. That's right. If you just say, remember whose you are, that would have connected with my church mind. Right, and I would have went to the the um, the known. Fair enough. So it's you know it's the known plus the experience. But whose you are is in the genitive. <clears throat> genitive mean in in regular talk in English possessive. Okay. Whose is a possessive right phrase a word that is genitive. It means whose phone. This is yeah. Tony's phone right. or the phone of, of Tony. Tony. Yeah. Same thing. Whose says you're the possession of, mm. but your Bible don't even say that. Mm. It says, no longer do I come here to call you servants. But I call you free. I call you friend. But a servant don't know. Okay, you understand? Father do. So don't just connect the whose. I want you to understand who okay. you are. Okay. Break it down one more time. In the beginning, there was nothing but the something. So anything that existed beyond the nothing is still the something. And the nothing, I mean, and the something created the nothing. So now the nothing can create something. Almost. The something bypassed the nothing. The nothing was at the opposite of the something. So the something could not experience itself because nothing was there. The opposite. Okay. The opposite of itself was there. Right. But it couldn't experience anything but itself. Mm -hmm. But it didn't want to just experience itself. Mm -hmm. It wanted to experience everything. Mm -hmm. So it created everything. everything. So <sighs> in everything, you're still the original something. Mm. And that's why we have the power to create what we want to create. Because you're still the because something. I'm still the something. You're still in the midst of me being the nothing. You're still the creative source. Yeah. yeah. You are the reason why so you. I'm God. That's right. The reason why you can create out of the out of nothing something physical is because the creative source did the same thing. And I, I know that bumps against some of your religious belief. I don't mean to, but I'll prove it to you practically. Elephants are not building skyscrapers. Birds are not on cell phones. Giraffes didn't create the Mac or the Windows. Mm -hmm. Only humans yeah. say, I want some Carmex. Oh, go get some. What, what, actually, what, what is it? It would be, what is Carmex? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it is something bomb. that's going to bomb my lips. What is a bomb? 
Well, I'm going to make that up too. I want to protect my lips for, from, what? From, from the weather. Okay. I didn't create the weather, but I'm going to create the protectant. And then the protectant, it doesn't exist until I say so. And I call forth this karmix out of the imaginary world into this physical world because I am a creator and only I can create. Think about it. Fish don't speak French. Beings created French. Mosquitoes don't speak Spanish. Beings created Spanish. And I'm telling you that the knowing and the experience only matters, can only lead to the being. And you are a human being. And the reason why you are a creator, a master creator, is because in your being is the only being to ever exist. And you and that being are the same. That's law of attraction. That's why you understand. And that is why. What? Let me, let me ask you. That is why. Dot, 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 dot. I'm going to close with that. Tell us what you got. Tell us what you got and tell us what you learned. Ah, what I, what I got was the being is the creator. Right. Sure. God, the animals don't. Didn't create skyscrapers, tangible things. Animals are not creators, which means animals are not beings, which means they are makers. Not like your being. You're a different kind of being. Okay. Something fundamentally but different. I'm a between. being that can create. So can squirrels. They can create. Well, beavers can create be, dams. Be, uh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Okay. All things can create. Mm -hmm. You create differently. Mm. I create according to the ultimate source of the known. That's right. You create like through my great. experience. You create, you experience your creation through your experience, but you create because you are the very thing that created this world. Ah. So because the knowing created the being, the being can create the experience because the being is part of the knowing. That's right. Except for the one thing you left out, the knowing created the experience first. Ah, and that experience created the being. Which you would call, for me, in my language, yeah. the experience would be the Big Bang. Yeah. Genesis 1 and 1. For you, in the, beginning, the experience God created. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you understand yes, what I'm Absolutely. But we're saying the same, same thing. Absolutely. We're saying the same thing. Now, my dot, 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 dot. Concisely and concise conclusion. You create concisely. You, cre you create physical things because you are the first being that created every physical thing. Oh. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't plan better, you can dominate. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world, not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. 
And get this, everybody. I had 48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training. And I could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions, $22 an hour, paid training, and I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True, but it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter, and that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to. But if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is probably the greatest job finder that's out there and that's why you need zip recruiter you need it so you can find the right candidates now it's not that zip recruiter helps you find jobs it's more accurately that zip recruiter takes your culture takes your job takes what you're looking for and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate and if the if it's if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out, uh, review, and rate candidates. Four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing. And no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year January 1st my friends soak up everything I said it's not an ad this is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus without ZipRecruiter wouldn't have been possible so how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about? Well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. All spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R, ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. And I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.